Episode 78, Ash Wednesday. Welcome to Faith, Hope and Love. This is Ash Wednesday. In the course of today's Mass, ashes are blessed and distributed. These are made either from olive branches or the branches of other trees that were blessed the previous year on Palm Sunday. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of scripture, prayer and reflection. When I was a child, my speech and thoughts were like a little child. But as an adult put away those ways A child no longer now But speaking as a man For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love Now we see unclearly as if we looked into a mirror dimly But then we will see as people face to face No longer partly, but fully known and loved For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love Love it is Love is kind, not beautiful, love most Never insisting things to be its way Not resentful, but gaining joy in truth For faith, hope, and love abide And the greatest one is love As love, love bears all things, love believes and hopes, love endures all things, love never ends. For faith, hope, and love abide, and the greatest one is love. You are merciful to all, O Lord, and despise nothing that you have made. You overlook people's sins to bring them to repentance, and you spare them, for you are the Lord our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We've gathered together for this Ash Wednesday, the beginning of our Lenten journey. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may begin with holy fasting this campaign of Christian service 
so that as we take up battle against spiritual evils, we may be armed with weapons of self-restraint. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Joel. Chapter 2, verses 12 to 18. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and relents from punishing. Who knows whether the Lord will not turn and relent, and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering to be presented to the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the aged, gather the children, even infants at the breast, let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her canopy, between the vestibule and the altar let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your heritage a mockery, a byword among the nations. Why should it be said among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord became jealous for his land, and had pity on his people. The Word of the Lord Have mercy, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain in me a willing spirit. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Have mercy, O Lord, for we have sinned. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 5, verses 20 to chapter 6, verse 2. Brothers and sisters, we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, God made Christ to be sin who knew no sin, so that in Christ we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. 
for the Lord says, At an acceptable time I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. The Word of the Lord. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today do not harden your hearts, but listen to the voice of the Lord. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 6, verses 1 to 6 and 16 to 18. Jesus said to the disciples, Beware of practicing your piety before people in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. The Gospel of the Lord With the beginning of Lent, we commence our Lenten journey, a journey on which we're invited to reflect upon the things that matter most, the values at the heart of our Lord's Gospel that lead us to fullness of life. Ashes will soon be blessed with holy water and we will receive the ashes marked as the sign of the cross on our foreheads. The ashen cross that we receive reminds us and proclaims to all we meet that we believe Jesus is the source of all life and that we want to turn away from sin and believe in his good news. Fasting is a very important part of the Lenten journey. Ash Wednesday and Good Friday are called days of fasting and abstinence and we often get questions about what the meaning of that is. The formal requirement for fasting and that is limiting food to the equivalent of one full meal a day 
even if that total amount is consumed in smaller portions over the full day, but it would add up to the equivalent of one full meal, applies to all who have completed their 18th year until the beginning of a person's 60th year. Whilst the law of abstinence, that is going without, for example, meat, applies to those who have completed their 14th year. On the Fridays of Lent, abstinence is to be practised. In some countries, including in Australia, on these Fridays of Lent, one is not required to go without meat. But in those areas where the bishops have made a special ruling, Catholics are encouraged to abstain from something that is significant for them, so that they may use that abstinence to be even more generous to those in need and focus our priorities on our true hunger for God's word and God's will. The reason the rule can be adjusted about going without meat on Fridays, it was relaxed in some areas because many people consider eating fish to be a treat and not a denial of something. So it was felt it would be better to widen the definition of abstinence to be about denying oneself something meaningful and particular to each individual person. So it could be for many going without meat, but it could be for others going without something else just as important to them. Because the whole of Lent is a time of prayer, penance and good works, the practice of choosing something to go without during the season is very worthwhile. The choice of what we deny ourselves should not be merely based on testing our willpower to see how strong we are in resisting, but rather it should be focused on something that might help foster God's grace and charity within us, enhancing our spiritual awareness and encouraging practical action for those most in need. In the Roman Missal, Lent is described as a joyful season. And so even as it is also a time of prayer, penance and good works, which are three aspects of the one thing, it's still a joyful season because God has given us this time to renew us and to refocus us. The age-old discipline reflects our most fundamental concerns, our relationship to God, prayer, our relationship with our bodies, fasting, and our relationship with others, almsgiving. The purpose of fasting and abstinence is not to punish, but rather to teach us detachment from whatever may keep us from God turning our hearts more towards God and less towards food. And that helps us to a more disciplined and more charitable disposition. In addition, the practice helps us to imitate the example of Christ who fasted 40 days in preparation for his wonderful ministry and provides a means of expressing our common repentance. Our Lord was baptised and as he was coming up out of the waters he heard the voice of his heavenly Father saying, this is my son, my beloved. I am well pleased with him. Listen to him. So what did our Lord do next? He didn't get a big head. He didn't revel in this wonderful and true assessment of who he was. This profound affirmation led him, feeling impelled by the Holy Spirit, to go into the wilderness for 40 days precisely because the love and favour of God being everything to our Lord, if he had that, then fame, fortune, possessions and influence meant nothing. 
and in the wilderness the desert reminded him of his total connection to his Father in heaven and the need to reject anything that was not of his Father. If people were to listen to him, he must speak only that which was his Father's will, his Father's word. This needed a time of deep preparation and prayer, letting go of all but that which lasts, and letting go of all but that which matters. The thing about possessions is, do we really own them, or, in a sense, do they start to own us? The more we possess, the more we start to want. The more we possess, the more we worry about protecting them, guarding them, fear of losing them. It becomes a real catch-22. Lent is a period of six weeks and a beautiful gift from God. It's a season of fostering positive habits of prayer, self-denial, and of giving our time and resources for worthy causes, to build up our spiritual health, to foster gospel-based values and habits that are so natural that literally our left hand doesn't know what our right hand is doing. There's a saying that sounds a little bit contradictory to start with, but it makes a lot of sense in this Lenten season. The only things we really possess are the things we give away. God's thinking is not like human thinking, so there is something in that saying. We only really know what we own when we're free enough to let go of it. Or perhaps even deeper, the only things worth possessing are the things that only make sense when they're given. They don't work if they're stored up. Like love. Love given freely without expectation. Kindness and forgiveness without expecting a return. Acts of charity not for recognition or approval. They're gifts that work by giving them away, unattached. Random acts of kindness that no one will ever know where the perpetrators of. There is an odd economic principle associated with love. It defies other economic principles. The more love you give away, the more love you have. The gospel has a lot of wisdom in it. Those things done for no other reason but love of God and love of neighbour call us to a deep inner movement of the heart towards God because it does not get any other reward but to serve and love God in each other. Actions for the glory and praise of God alone, who gives out of pure love. So let's make this time of Lent wonderful. A joyful time of self-denial and making more space for God. Promoting positive habits that will last not just for six weeks, but the whole year round. And may God, who has begun this good work in us, bring it to perfection in the secret of our own hearts. Dear brothers and sisters, let us humbly ask God our Father that he be pleased to bless with abundance of his grace these ashes which we will put on our heads in penitence. O God, who are moved by acts of humility and respond with forgiveness to works of penance, lend your merciful ear to our prayers, and in your kindness pour out the grace of your blessing on your servants who are marked with these ashes, 
that as they follow the Lenten observances they may be worthy to come with minds made pure to celebrate the Paschal mystery of your Son. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Repent and believe in the Gospel. Let us change our garments to sackcloth and ashes. Let us fast and weep before the Lord, that our God, rich in mercy, might forgive us our sins. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, stand between the porch and the altar and weep and cry out, Spare, O Lord, spare your people. Do not close the mouths of those who sing your praise, O Lord. Blot out my transgressions, O Lord. Let us correct our faults which we have committed in ignorance. Let us not be taken unawares by the day of our death, looking in vain for leisure to repent. Hear us, O Lord, and show us your mercy, for we have sinned against you. Help us, O God, our Saviour, for the sake of your name, O Lord, set us free. Hear us, O Lord, and show us your mercy, for we have sinned against you. Let us offer our prayers to God, who asks us to come back with all our hearts. That the Church will be a true sign of reconciliation. Lord, hear us. That the leaders of nations will serve their people without counting the cost, after the example of the world's Redeemer. Lord, hear us. That those whose voice is not heard in society may be aware that God listens to them. Lord, hear us. That our prayer, fasting and almsgiving may help us to prepare for Easter. Lord, hear us. That those who are in ill health be given healing, strength and peace, and those who care for them be given strength. Lord, hear us. That the dead will find peace, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of mercy and compassion, we humbly ask you to hear your people's prayer, and may these days prepare us for the resurrection of your Son, who is Lord for ever and ever. Amen. As we solemnly offer the annual sacrifice for the beginning of Lent, we entreat you, O Lord, that through works of penance and charity, we may turn away from harmful pleasures, and cleansed from our sins, may become worthy to celebrate devoutly the passion of your Son, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. 
let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you will that our self-denial should give you thanks, humble our sinful pride, contribute to the feeding of the poor, and so help us imitate you in your kindness. And so we glorify you with countless angels, as with one voice of praise we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. He who ponders the law of the Lord day and night will yield fruit in due season. Let us pray. May the sacrament we have received sustain us, O Lord, that our Lenten fast may be pleasing to you and be for us a healing remedy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. Pour out a spirit of compunction, O God, on those who bow before your majesty, and by your mercy may they merit the rewards you promise to those who do penance. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Paul W. Kelly. The texts used in this program are for the purposes of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. 
prayers and chants are from the English translation of the Roman Missal, edition 3, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures are from the New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989, by the National Council of Churches of Christ in the USA. Adaptations for Catholic Liturgical Norms, copyright 2009, by the same. Faith, Hope and Love Music and Words, based on 1 Corinthians 13, 4-13, set to original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. Contact us at paulwkelly68 at gmail.com. May God bless and keep you.